Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Yeah, we're going to talk about crime in a minute, but I want to intro first. I want to thank Steve Churchill, and I want to thank John Risley, who was our host at Biagio's uh, Thursday night. We had the first uh, Friends of the NRA dinner at Biagio's, and Steve Churchill did yeoman's work to get it over. And John Risley, who's the host at Biagio's, threw in uh, food and everything. Uh, Steve thanked me for my great speech, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you couldn't talk politics there. Jay Factor spoke on the history of 2A in New Jersey. And uh, Brad Hendricks had a table. And Field of Dreams had a table. And the Latip of Paramus had a table. The, it's funny. 210 patriots there. Only one politician had the seeds to show up. And it was Assemblyman Rob Auth. Oh. Okay, and Bob Auth. Bob Auth, by the way, is going to be on next week's show talking about how to handle elections going forward and how we could win. So we had 210 patriots there. Should we not have had 2,000, Sandy? Oh, absolutely, but that's not how it works in New Jersey. So we post pictures, and I get a barrage the next day on Friday. I shoulda, coulda, and woulda. I didn't have enough notice. How come I didn't know about this? When, where was this posted? How long have I been plugging it on Gun For Hire Radio? It's Six months? So, it's so ridiculous. It's just the same all the Six time. Six months? Uh, so no so complaints about the coffee on the way there. No, or no, no. one. So here's me up here's at my a, here's a little heads up for everybody. The next North Jersey Friends of the NRA dinner has been booked for 10-3-2024. Maybe 360 <laughs> days notice is enough for you now. They'll forget. M- mark your calendars now. October 3rd, 2024 will be the next dinner. We're going to be looking for more sponsors, more donations, and more attendees. It is amazing the apathy that we have. You wonder why we lose all the time. Yeah. If this was a, a, a liberal communist protect the pedophiles event, they would have sold the venue out. Absolutely. Sold the venue out. Absolutely. So no, no everybody question. everybody had a great time. I want to thank everybody for their support, for being there. The food was great. They had all well, top-shelf booze, too. I mean, beer, wine, and soda was free, but the, the, the female bartender made me two Negronis, which were phenomenal, by the way, which I never get to have a, a Negroni when I go to a fundraising banquet buffet or something like that. So it was really nice. Uh, Gun for Hire had a table. We donated guns. We donated memberships. We are the FFL for it. We got a gun for buying an entire table. We donated that back to be auctioned off. Uh, Joe Sapienza from West Essex Jewelers, he did the same thing. He donated a beautiful piece of jewelry. There should have been a lot more show in attendance, but you know, Phoebe, Matt, everybody did a great job. Richie didn't go because he's still milking this surgery thing. He's selfish. Uh, but he is back to work. Thank God. So now I can start killing him again. Yep. Okay. He survived death, so now it's my turn to start killing him again. Back on schedule. Uh, John Golick sent me this email with a character on it and said, hope your diagnostic procedures went well this week. Only three more biopsies I'm waiting for the results for, John. Thank you. Don't get old. Don't smoke. Don't be fat. Don't eat unhealthy for 63 years. And you, too, can escape the testing I've been going through for the past year. 
He goes, this is a quote my mom sent me. It is so true, and just is what you just what you've been talking about on your show. Take care and be well, John Golick. He goes, yet those who study history are doomed to stand by helplessly while everyone else repeats it. Isn't this true? Absolutely. Because we always say we're doomed to history repeats itself, but we know history repeats itself, and we have to stand by and watch it repeat itself because the lemmings are too stupid to realize what is going on. Too stupid. So I got some great first-tier stories to talk to you about and how you know we're under a constant assault and safety and everything, you know, for ourselves. And I coined a new phrase. We are our own self responders. That was not a typo in the intro. You know, everybody's your own first responder, but I believe we're our, our own self responder. Because when no one's going to come and help you, it's all up to you. It's yourself and your yep. family you have to take care of. So, just found out now that Pumpkinhead, Menendez's wife, in 2018, she was driving in Bergen County, and she killed somebody in the middle of the street. Really? And, yeah, and when the cops came, an ex-top cop uh, that was a close friend of Menendez, he zoomed in on the scene real quick, right? And the dead guy on the street was given a blood test. Menendez's wife was not given a field sobriety test or a blood test, and she was let go, and she was never charged, and it was never investigated. Oh, my God. It has nothing to do with the first tier, right, Sandy? Nothing See, the all, problem is yeah. the dead guy in the street, he was third tier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay? And she is first tier. So now, all of a sudden, they're investigating this, Okay. Yeah, because now they're throwing him under the bus for whatever reason might be behind it. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, in New York, this guy goes crazy in Midtown Whole Foods. He breaks a bottle and he smashes it in the face of three people who make their own clothes who are minding their own business, walking around Whole Foods shopping. And now these victims are all thinking that we should have tougher criminal laws <laughs> in New York. It's amazing how that works, isn't it? It is quite amazing how they wake you know, up. The woke of, is woke. You know, there was this Ryan Carson was a social justice activist in New York, and it was recorded on, on security video. It's very tragic. Him and his girlfriend left a Long Island wedding, and they were waiting for a ride on a Brooklyn street in the early morning hours when he was accosted by a thug. After the altercation, he was stabbed to death and died on the dirty sidewalk in front of his frantic girlfriend. Carson was the latest victim of the social policies for which he advocated. He was not killed by knife violence. He was killed by a ruthless, mentally deranged criminal that should have been in prison. Something like 60 previous arrests. Okay? In Philadelphia... Uh, activist journalist Josh Kruger was shot and killed in his home by an unknown assailant in Minneapolis. Uh, okay, an, an, an unknown assailant in Minneapolis left this defund the police activist Shivanti Shatadanam was mugged by reality as she was violently carjacked in the driveway of her home by a group of thugs. On Monday, Rep. Henry Cuellar D. from Texas was accosted at gunpoint and carjacked by a street by a street gang in Washington D.C. outside of his condo. All of these Democrats have one thing in common: they've been pandering soft on crime policies, catch and release, revolving criminal justice system, and now the the urban poverty plantations—they're plagued with violent crime. 
Okay, this consequence just keeps doubling and doubling in the violence in the urban centers that has been under democratic control for decades and the deadly results of this unspoken leftist bigotry of low expectations. Let's face it, the bottom line for all of these victims, high-profile victims, and all of us, the third tier, we should be safe in our person, in our property, in our neighborhoods. We should be secure in our ability to defend ourselves. But they've been fighting to take our right to defend ourselves away for the past 40 years. And it's all the Democrats, the communists, that hold these local, state, and federal offices. It's time for the to start telling the truth. I guess until them and their wives and their kids start getting killed and there's blood running on the street, maybe we'll see a change. But until then, Sandy... It's, it's probably not going to change, is it? No, probably not at all. So you are your own self-responder. So let's talk. This is an early learning segment. I want to talk about this. What's in your everyday carry? What is in your quiver? What is in your repertoire? What are you carrying? So your first most important tool is your brain, right? Your brain is your most important weapon, and you should be using that, walking around in condition yellow. I know a guy that wrote a book. It's black and red book, and he talks about the, the color codes from Colonel Jeff Cooper. And that Meshuggah, he talks about how your brain is your most important tool, staying out of uh, situations, keeping yourself away from danger. This bastard in, in, in Brooklyn, this poor bastard, he was waiting for an Uber ride or a friend to pick him up, and his girl watched him being stabbed to death. And he kept cowering in retreat, like asking you know, like, please leave me alone. You, there was no audio, just video. I watched it. And this guy stabbed him multiple times. And then when he fell in the ground, the guy doubled back and kicked him in the head. And then walked away nonchalantly. Right. This is exactly what they want. They want this because they want us to look to the government for protection. Yep. So what do I carry? I did a, I did a EDC. I did a pocket dump today. First thing I carry is a tactical pen. Let me tell you something. This kid in Brooklyn that got killed, tactical pen would have helped even in a knife situation, yep. to know how to hold the tactical pen and have it deployed and be able to poke somebody back could have helped him. Another thing that could have helped him, Sandy, is a very high lumen flashlight in his uh, support hand pocket. Yeah. Drawing a flashlight out and f putting it in that the attacker's face could have given him the edge to fight back. Right. Okay. To um, use the tactical pen. Correct. Another thing that could have helped was carrying an edged weapon or tool himself. Yeah, I carry a minimum of two at all times. A Which minimum in Brooklyn of two. you can't do. Well, you got to be careful. They right. can't be showing, otherwise you'll go to jail for having a, a felony. Yeah. New Jersey too, right? We got, yes, we have politicians now telling us that by releasing more criminals on the street is making us safer because it's making the jails more open for more criminals to go in. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're not they're in not what, holding anybody in what world in what sense does that make that's any Gascon sense in, that's Gascon in California. <laughs> that's the a, a district attorney in Gascon. He said oh, by God. by not putting people in prison is making room in the prisons to put people in prison. <laughs> You can't make this shit up. No, no. And we know it's Soros plants and it's all by oh, design man. to create this chaos, to create this focus. We're the third tier. We're our own self-responders. No one's coming to help you, your family, your loved ones, your kids. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody anymore. The cops have been decimated. The cops have been killed with the defund the police and, and everything else. Who would want to do the job? And all of these cities, they can't even hire police. No one wants to do the job. So... I carry two edged weapons all the time. 
I also carry uh, OC spray. I carry mace. It's, it's a great, less than lethal thing. Now, that kid in New York, he could have been carrying mace, and his girlfriend could have been carrying mace. But see, they've been programmed. They've been programmed through the system that they're social justice warriors, and they believe that these criminals are going to tell the difference of them and everybody else, and they're not going to be a victim because, hey, I'm out there fighting for you. I'm out there fighting for you to be on the streets and committing crimes and causing mayhem and killing and raping and pillaging, so you should leave me alone. I'm one of you. Yeah, exactly. That's not how it works. Right. The, he bumped into a guy on the street. The guy turned around, effed him up and down, stabbed him to death, kicked him in the head, walked away. His girlfriend got to watch him bleed to death on the street. I wonder how she feels now about his social justice activism. Another thing you can carry is a stun gun, a taser. There's plenty of them available. We have every size, shape, and color in the store. And I'm not saying that to sell my stuff. That's a whole Reddit conversation uh, because I'm a capitalist. I'm not allowed to make money uh, if you listen to Reddit. Uh, everything I do here is to just make money uh, because I'm greedy. Mom, not to pay, peanut butter not, again. Yeah, not, not to pay my staff and taxes and insurance. <laughs> Stun gun is great. And then, of course, a gun. If you have your carry permit and you can carry your gun, carry your gun. All right. And this they don't want this. Kathy Hochul and all of these. They, they don't they don't want us to have anything to protect ourselves. And it's all by design. And we all need to heed these warnings. We all need to realize uh, that this is the problem we have. The governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, the Supreme This is what she said. As the Supreme Court considers temporary halting our nation-leading gun safety laws, I hope they'll act in the best interest of New Yorkers, not donors, and make America great again extremists. Safety is my top priority, and I will do everything in my power to end gun violence in our state. Is that the most hypocritical, off-base statement you ever heard? Because people that want to protect their families are MAGA donors and extremists. This is a woman who's letting criminals out en masse into the street. She's appointed district attorneys and attorney generals to just let all the criminals and shitbags out while she's attacking the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens that are trying to get carry permits and trying to get gun permits to protect their families. It is the complete opposite. It is the epitome of dystopian doublespeak. Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> That's what she's talking about here. Safety is her priority. Bullshit. Not our safety. Her safety. First tier and second tier. The illegals and the criminals. Second tier. And don't believe this whole Biden administration. We're starting to build a wall now. They're building like a two-mile section of the wall. Eight million illegals are in this country. Sandy, you, you know a little bit about infectious diseases? A little bit. There's a huge outbreak in the five barrels right now of tuberculosis, Sandy. Yes, there is. How did that happen, and what are the ramifications for us, the third tier, Look, having a just, TB outbreak? It's not just the five boroughs, too. It's just about every major city right now. Well, the Post only covered the five boroughs. Yeah. The New York Post only covered the five boroughs. Can you tell us a little, what are the symptoms of TB? Because, you know, a lot of us have to go into the city for work or whatever. Or, uh, you know, we come in contact with people. What should we be looking for? Please help and guide us self-responders here. Okay, so here's the thing. TB sounds scary, but uh, I wouldn't be worried about it right now. TB is something that you have to be in close contact with 
people for a long period of time, you know, family members, that sort of thing. The big issue is always going to be seasonal flu and whatever return of COVID, but more so seasonal flu, which is going to kill far more people than tuberculosis likely will in New York City. As you've heard me say for the past three plus years, wash your hands. Good hygiene is the key to warding off any infections. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your mouth when you're out in public. In my personal opinion, one of the best uh, prevention policies is to use good common sense and mechanical means. So hand washing is a big thing. And personally, I use a 1% iodine nasal spray prophylactically to ward off the boogeyman. I mix my own, but you can find them on Amazon or any other place. Just Google 1% iodine nasal spray. What are the, uh, what are the symptoms of TB, Sandy? Uh, well, generally, you know, like I said, I wouldn't be too concerned with this, but generally, um, just general feeling of sickness or weakness and weight loss, fever, night sweats, which are always a fun thing. But TB uh, can also affect the lungs, which could produce coughing, chest pain, coughing up blood, that sort of a thing. Uh, TB of other parts of the body are going to depend on what parts of the body are affected. But like I said, don't be too concerned with TB. Yes, there's been a high rise of it in New York City, all five boroughs, and many of the major cities where the illegal immigrant population is coming. You're going to see that with an influx of people from um, other parts of the world. Many third world countries don't have the quality of medical care that we have. People don't go to doctors on a regular basis, and you're going to see that. And you group them all together, and uh, the conditions that they have to travel in, uh, to cross the border, and that sort of thing, they are going to arrive sick. Many of them are going to arrive sick, and that used to be what the United States Public Health Service actually did, uh, which they don't do anymore, to any large degree, that is. They're spending most of their time just trying to figure out how many genders there are now. What about kids playing in school? Well, yeah, of course. uh, Always you're going to be concerned about what happens with children in school, and a lot of diseases and spit and mucus and things are shared, uh, along with the cookies in school and whatnot. But look, again, don't be too concerned. We still hopefully are testing for TB in all of the schools on a regular basis. So I'd be more concerned with uh, seasonal flu. Again, not to sound like a broken record, but the seasonal flu will kill an additional 30 to 50,000 people this year. Yep. You know, uh, the average illegal family that's coming in now is getting $2,200 a month plus Medicaid, where the average Social Security recipient gets $1,700 a month. Yeah. You you wonder who so we know our our retirees that worked all their lives are the third tier and the illegals are the second tier. And uh it's funny cuz Hillary Clinton came back again with her pantsuit and she said basically that uh after the next election uh the maga maga cult people uh need deprogramming. What is that called? Re-education camps, right uh, Sandy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean so you need to read 1984 because they they're saying it all out loud. 
They're saying it all out loud. Re-education can't. I'm not a MAGA person. I'm a constitutionalist. I'm an American. I'm a patriot. I love my country. I fight for my country. I donate. I support my country. I stick my neck out. 99% of those Reddit pukes that attack me, they don't do that. They just attack me. It's yep. too funny. You know, it's too funny. I, I, I posted the other day because they posted how greedy I am. I said, well, uh, sorry for the delay in response. Uh, I was in Monaco yacht shopping. so listen to this sandy the past like week and a half we've gotten a huge uptick in memberships and uh it's interesting because i i said something to richie who's back now uh finally the selfish bastard i said to him um when's the last time we raised the price of our memberships and he said in 12 years since we opened the gunfire range in windland park i said yeah he goes Never. I, I never realized we've never raised our membership pricing in 12 years. No, that's true. Now, we've raised prices of targets and, and uh, ammo. I don't, think we've raised, uh, I don't think we've raised rental pricing or port time either in 12 years. i got to look into that. Richie, let me know if we have. But anyway, it's interesting. 12 years and a lot of shit has gone up. So, uh, but we've gotten a ton of members coming in. And one thing is, like, we don't have, like, a three-year commitment. We don't have an early cancellation policy. Like, if you're a member for six years and six months and you come in and say, I don't want to be a member anymore, I'm moving, or I don't like it or whatever, we'll, we prorate it and give you your money back. If you want to upgrade or downgrade your membership, we do the same thing. We don't lock in. We don't keep your credit card on file. You don't sign like a three-year commitment, and you're going to pay a penalty to get out of it. That's not how I run things. I want everybody to be here happy and not feel like they got screwed when they came out. But, yeah, we, we've gotten this huge uptick in memberships, which, which is phenomenal. Thank you. Support those who support you. I, I mean, I really, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, so on, we did get attacked on Reddit because on our qualification – we're asking people to come with the, when they qualify with at least three magazines and mag pouches. So one of the first posts on Reddit is, we're asking people to come with mag pouches because we probably sell them in the gun store and we're doing it to make money. <laughs> is that like an asinine statement or what? If you own a gun and you carry it and you don't have mag pouches, so the next ad... The next asinine statement was, I don't carry an extra mag. It's too heavy. I only carry my gun with one magazine. Now, there's a person that's not done any research of Colonel Cooper, Masada Ayub, no. Anthony Calandro, no. or anything. Right. No. Because if you get a jam and you have to strip that mag out, what are you going to put your pee-pee in the mag well? Right. You have to carry a spare mag or a spare reload if you're uh, if you're carrying a revolver. Man, man, these are the same people who buy a gun and shove it in the drawer. Now they're going to buy a gun and shove it in their this, pocket. This it's, is so ignorant. Of so, a part of the qualification is you have to show safe loading and unloading of the gun. The reason we ask to have you come with empty mags is we've had people come to qualify that didn't know how to load their magazines. And the instructor walked over and says, how come you don't know how to load your magazine? It's a new gun. It's my first semi-auto. Have you practiced with it? No. Here's your money back. Come back when you yeah, learn how to manipulate right. your gun. You're going to qualify in the range, forward at a firing line, fellow gunslingers out there. Do you want a person next to you that's never shot that gun before? Right. We run a, a respectable outfit here. Yeah. Okay, so we're not asking you to buy the mag pouches at our store. We probably don't have enough models to handle everybody's capacity anyway. You can buy them anywhere you like. You should have had them. You should have been practicing with them already. We want you to demonstrate pop proper safe handling the gun, loading and unhandling the gun, including the magazines. 
Okay, we had a guy come in with his magazines, a couple magazines preloaded. Halfway through the firing line, he ran out of preloaded magazines. He didn't know how to load his magazine. Stopped the entire line of 10 people. I have 10 people qualifying with 10 instructors. It's one-to-one -one for this qual. You don't have to take holster draws as a prerequisite or basic pistol as a prerequisite, but about 20 or 30 minutes of the qual is intensive showing us that you know how to draw and reholster with us helping you. All right? So this is just interesting. The comments, there's people are so quick to attack without knowing what goes on. And then everybody's like, why aren't they just letting you qualify with an outside-the-waistband holster uh, like other ranges are with the magazines on the deck while other ranges are? Well, the new qualification procedure says that you have to draw from a concealed holster position. So now imagine if we cut that out and then it gets out that we're cutting a corner and the state police comes in and sends an undercover in and says everybody we've qualified is, is disqualified and you all have to qualify again. So what we're telling everybody is instead of drawing from an inside the waistband, use an outside the waistband holster, wear a cover garment that's loose that you can draw from a concealed holster position so we're making it easy but we're making it legit under the new jersey state police and attorney general guidelines but everybody is quick to attack that i'm doing this for money it's a grab it's this and that we're adding extra stuff to the qual f those guys go somewhere where they're doing it easier that's fine go somewhere where they're doing it easier but please just shut up you make us all look so bad you freaking f idiot anonymous idiots you just make us look so bad with these comments these uneducated comments you just hurt the cause other than um brad hendrick's table there was probably no reddit posters Brad brad posted on reddit pictures of the event it got two comments me and one other person where if it's a bash gun for hire or bash a gun range or a gun store thing it gets 65 comments i'm so fed up with these people these are the people i'm fighting for your rights too out there i'm risking my neck and so many other people are making donations just shut the hell up don't post anything sorry uh on some good news this is we should be actually playing taps or something listen to this sandy the immortal 1911 design pistol after 112 years is being retired from military service really yep no one's allowed to carry him anymore all the old-time fossils officers and stuff were still carrying uh 1911s and it's a uh, 112 years in process in 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 the military and the design is 123 years old by john moses browning Okay. Did that take Un place about the same time that the non-binary thing happened, or? Well, now they're issuing fruit stripe colored Glocks oh, to that's everybody good. Yeah, in that's the military. Okay, good. It's so John Browning, everybody should remember John Moses Browning as the Leonardo da Vinci of firearms. Okay, finally being retired. One of my favorite guns in the world. I use this analogy all the time. I say, listen to me. This gun is a hundred and twenty-three year old design. Imagine a Model T keeping up with a Chevrolet Corvette on the highway. Imagine. <laughs> what, what do we know that was designed mechanical with so many moving right. parts and intricacies that is still relevant today? How many things, other than basic tools like scissors or something, let's say, but this is something that's sold it's in a case next to a Glock yeah. and a Hellcat and a SIG P320, yep. and it is still relevant and still one of the best damn triggers in the world.
today, 123 years later. The military used it for 112 years. Unbelievable. Okay, for all you stabilizing brace people out there, a U.S. district court in Texas issued a preliminary injunction against the government in the stabilizing brace lawsuit. Everybody out there that has their others and stabilizing braces in New Jersey, I told you this, it's going to get to the Supreme Court sooner than later. So you do not have to get rid of your guns. You better be a member of FPC or SAF, though, because that is your protection. This is the Mach V Garland ATF pistol brace lawsuit that I've been talking about ad nauseum since it hit the Ninth Circuit, excuse me, the Fifth Circuit. So... Please remember, as long as you're a member of FPC or SPF or the National Association of Gun Rights, you are covered, okay? This is going to make it to the Supreme Court. These are guns and uh, types of guns that are in common use. And under the Bruin Doctrine from Clarence Thomas says you cannot ban something that is in common use. That's going to be the caveat. That's why we can't own tanks and rocket launchers and stuff like that, Sandy, you know, and surface-to-air missiles, because the government could always argue they're not in common use. But they can't argue that an AR-15, an M1 Garand, an M1 Carbine is not in common use. A shoulder-stabilizing brace, et cetera, et cetera. So it's another big win for us in the the sludge sludge and the uh, sloth and the uh, percolating, as Dan Schmutter would say, getting up to the Supreme Court. So everybody, keep your stuff. Don't sell your stuff. Don't try to transfer your stuff. Don't try to modify your stuff. I get this question all the time. Yes, you can shoot that stuff at gun for hire. Don't transport that stuff unless you're a member of the National Association of Gun Rights, FPC, or SAF, though, okay? If you're not a member of those organizations, I wouldn't transport them. But you can bring all of that stuff to the range and shoot it. We ain't the police. We ain't enforcing stuff like that. There is nothing to enforce at this point. You are in good shape, okay? Now, Connecticut just enacted its most sweeping gun control law since the Sandy Hook shooting. Sandy, don't we say what happens somewhere doesn't stay somewhere? Yes, we do. What is that we say? What happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. Yep. So Connecticut, who's had an easy carry permit for resident and non-resident for for forever, uh, just enacted new laws that banned open carry of firearms and prohibits the sale of more than three handguns within 30 days to any one person, which is gun rationing, by the way. We, we all know that. Uh, this is Governor Lamont, Ned Lamont. He's another one. Defund the police, open the prisons. All of his uh, district attorneys are Soros-backed people. They just continue to let the criminals and the illegals back out on the street. And, uh, you know, uh, they're going to be going after, they're going to try to pass a 10-round mag. But we have plenty of cases that are going to knock that out. But, yeah, Connecticut is under a full-on full assault right now for their, uh, their gun rights. And it's a, it's a sad state of affairs because they were in pretty good position. And I looked up to them for the longest time, like Connecticut, right next to us, you know, in the Northeast. And they had pretty damn good law, gun laws, you know. So how much time do we have left? We um uh, about halfway there, actually. All right, let's let I'm starting to get a vibe for this after 646 shows. Yeah, yeah you figure? Remember back in the day I said we were going to end on show 666? I lied. <laughs> I lied. I love doing this. I love it. So many people at the dinner come up to me. They listen to the show. So many customers come in. Thank you for educating us. And it's all about, you know, each one, reach one. And 
You know, I, I just love what I do. Um, I don't love my co-host, but that's another story. It's a but, different story. Yeah. All right. Let's do some housekeeping then. Uh, 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 New York Tax Defense, N-Y-T-A-C-D-E-F-E-N-S-E.com. It's the only legal defense fund that is uh, allowed in the state of New York, all five boroughs as well. So go to nytacdefense.com. Use gun for hire, one word, for 15% off your monthly membership. Also remember, Peter Tillam is the preeminent firearms attorney in the state of New York. In the other 49 states, you got U.S. Law Shield. Use gun for hire, one, one word, for your discount code as well. U.S. Law Shield is your legal defense fund in New Jersey. It, again, is the only one that is allowed because Governor Snaggletooth, the... Um, <laughs> the jack-o'-lantern on crystal meth uh, does not allow what he called murder insurance. He banned it. Uh, John Petrolino's book, Decoding Firearms, is available here, is available Amazon, Kindle, and, of course, it's available Aberdeen Guns and Ammo in Monmouth County, another uh, stalwart of Gun for Hire and Each One Reach One. Standstrong.biz is 425 business products and services. Next year, I expect every one of those businesses to step up and donate something or buy advertising in the program for the North Jersey Friends of the NRA Dinner, or you'll all be banished from the range, okay? My doctor, Optimal Health Wellness NJ, Optimal Health Wellness NJ, Dr. Joe Sambatero, uh, concierge medicine, no more going to stinky doctor's offices. A lot of gun for hire alumni have signed up for his service and they love it. Anybody want to share a Dr. Joe story, email it to info at gun for hire and I will gladly share it. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey is looking for junior rifle members, 12 to 18 years old, L-A-K-E-I-S.org. Man, I'm hungry. Zen Float Center, 219 Park Avenue in Scotch Plain, zenfloatcenter.com. Tell Sharon Decker I said hello. Don't forget our guys at news2a.com, news2a.com. Check them out. Sign up for their alerts, just like you would do for anjrpc.org or cnjfo.com. You want to sign up for those guys. Make sure you listen to Varsity Firearms Podcast with John Valenti, another um, supporter of the Second Amendment and Gun for Hire alumni. Sandy, U.S. Law Shields having an event here on Monday, November 13th, 5 to 7 p.m. Evan Knappen will be speaking on laws regarding our Second Amendment rights. Guntoberfest is selling out fast. Guntoberfest is uh, happening at Gun for Hire on October 30th. And we are going to have brats and we are going to have pretzels and we are going to have catered food. And uh, I think it's like $90 a person. Everybody gets a mug, and it's from 5 to 8 p.m. It's 99 bucks. Everybody gets an inaugural mug. There's going to be free range time. This is like a ladies' event, but it's unisex, and you get a T-shirt as well. And it's funny because you want to talk about people reaching out and each one reach one and the quarantine crawl. So John Iacchetti from Iacchetti's Kitchen in Glenrock, he's a member of the range. His chef is a member of the range. Him and I are both in the Latip group in Paramus. And Wednesdays, he's always bringing me pound cake and stuff. And he heard on last week's show that we're having a Guntoberfest and we are going to have brats and pretzels and stuff like that. So last week's meeting, it's from 7 till 8.30 in the morning. He texts me in the meeting, Aunt. And I have my iPad with me so I can see the text. He's like, Aunt, uh, before you leave, I have something for you. I'm going to put it by your car. Sandy, I go downstairs by my car. There's this huge tray of rolls and another tray of kibasi and kraut and pulled pork and all kinds of stuff. Wow. He goes, I heard you were having the Guntoberfest thing. I'd like to cater it. I bring the stuff in for, uh, 
for uh, Phoebe and Matt to try and uh, the rest of the staff to try. And guess who's catering Guntoberfest? <laughs> no John Iacchetti. Yeah. So it's I-A-C-H-E-T-T-I-S dot com. He's on Prospect Street in Glenrock, New Jersey. Joe Sapp goes there. Rich Servone goes there. Plenty of our members. I've been there. My parents love the place. He's open Wednesday through Sunday. So check out Iacchetti's Kitchen. Mention Gun for Hire or Gun for Hire Radio. Support those who support you. He's got a beautiful brick of a great new Italian menu. It's a BYOB place. He, you can reserve the place for events and everything. Please, ladies and gentlemen, show your support to Iacchetti's Kitchen. This is our Stand Strong business uh, this week we're talking about. Did I mention next uh, October 3rd is the Friends of NRA dinner? Did I give everybody enough? Um, maybe you so should I, mention it again. I don't want to hear shoulda, coulda, and woulda. Everybody open your calendar, iCal, or whatever it is you have, October 3rd, Thursday, October 3rd, at Biagio's in Paramus. And let Biagio's know that you were so happy they let a Pro 2A organization, an NRA affiliate organization, come in and spend their money at your place that night. Everybody was impressed with the food and the hospitality, so please... Each one, reach one, let everybody know out there. I hate to give my money to anti-gun people. If you're going to book an event, think about Biagio's in Paramus. If you're going to go eat, they have the Terrace restaurant there. Think about Biagio's in Paramus, please. And uh, Assemblyman Robert Auth will be on the show next week to talk about elections. Man, I'm parched and I'm starving. <laughs> Let's talk some letters. Uh Anthony, great night last night. Everyone enjoyed themselves. I hopefully want to reach out to you before you tape the show. I really want to give a huge shout-out to the Hawthorne PD, especially Gina, the police clerk, and Chief Nepper. I know there are a lot of towns in this corrupt state who abuse our 2A rights to a level uh, that most people can't conceive. But I'd like to focus for a change on those towns that go out of their way for us. Such is the case in my situation. Knowing I was attending the Friends of the NRA event last Thursday and I was receiving a handgun for sponsoring a freedom table, bravo. I came home. Yeah, that's, that's Field of Dreams landscaping, by the way. I came, uh, I know, knowing I was attending the event this past Thursday, was receiving a handgun. I came home one day last week and filled out an application for a permit to purchase online. I had just contacted uh, two forms to confirm I can use them as friends, to use them as like, their references in their emails. From the time I submitted the application until my first friend called and said he received it, I, it could not have been more than five minutes. He quickly responded 60 seconds later. I got notifications one of my references was complete. I checked with my second reference. He hasn't gotten anything. I thought, that ah, no big deal. He'll get it soon. Well, life gets busy, and I realized seven, several days later I had not heard anything back. Call my friend back. He checks his email again to check his spam. He said nothing. Now, this is Wednesday morning prior to the event. The event is Thursday. Come to learn he gave me the wrong email. I know who that friend is, too. He's banned from here. Again, not a big deal. Notify Gina at the Hawthorne PD about the mistake. She makes the correction. I confirm my friend got it this time. He immediately com completes his end and sends it back again. I wait a few more days to get my permit. Living in New Jersey figures that'll be fine. But lo and behold, less than 24 hours after his permit, his references went in, he got his permit to purchase from the Hawthorne PD. Okay? So he wants to give them a shout-out, Gina and Chief Nepper. I love when towns do the right thing and don't violate our rights. Okay? By the way, John Acapinti was the highest bidder on the radical arms AR-15 that Juan uh, in the gun store built. 
uh, he's always paying it forward anyway. So I think it's really, really great uh, that he won that. So thank you for paying it forward. This is from Steve Elber, who was also at the uh, Friends of the NRA dinner with Peggy. Anthony, a subject you haven't touched on much are young voters. Assemblyman Auth, listen to this one. Uh, young voters, I'm sure you're aware of the throngs of Taylor Swift sycophants who recently who, <laughs> all right elber <laughs> who registered to vote after she instagrammed urging them to register to vote just imagine if the if the next time she instagrams or tweets it's anti-2a propaganda or if she tweets to vote only for anti-2a democrats the same with Beyonce or the Kardashians. Sure, any influencer for that matter, Steve, right? These influencers could very well turn the tide against those who actually understand the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. These young, brainless, brainwashed masses scare me, as always, regards Steve Elber. He's right, though. Uh, these, these, these Instagrammers and influencers, they have a lot of uh, influence. And uh, Auth, I want you to... Uh, I want you to talk about that. Did I mention Auth was the only politician that had the stones to attend the dinner? Bastards. Yes, she, yeah, yeah. The rest of them can F off. And go, this one's great. This is from Danny Iannuzzo, gold member. Not only can you transcribe the podcast for me, please, can you tuck me in at night and when you crumble the paper up, <laughs> have, have me laughing. He goes, the P.S., the infighting needs to stop. We all have the ranges we are loyal to, but to bash people for it is hilariously ridiculous. We are supposed to be fighting together, not against. P.S., see you at the dinner Thursday. Danny, I saw you at the dinner. We had a great time. His significant other and his friends are there. Next year, they're getting their own table. They learn, but but it's true. You'll see, I qualified at RTSP. F gun for hire. I qualified at gun for hire. F reloaders. I, did. I, I hate that stuff. Yeah. I don't comment on any of that stuff. Everybody has their favoritisms. Everybody has this. Just do your thing. I only believe you should be going to places that support you and going to places that are fighting in a 2A fight. If they're not, they're just posers. They're the ones that are just in it for the money. They're not risking their business and their livelihoods. I don't care about that. This is from Anthony Bocchino. Interesting. I went to high school with grade school and high school with Anthony Bocchino's dad, Anthony Bocchino Sr., and sorry for the late email, but I just wanted to quickly reach out and tell you that let, yet again, your staff went above and beyond. I just purchased a Radical Arms AR-15. It is my first rifle platform. From start to finish, your staff is outstanding. From the sale to scope recommendations to compliance work, all of the uh, to the pickup and even once over the gun range with an instructor. I wish I got names from everybody. They're all wearing name badges, Anthony, including me. He goes, thank you and your staff for great experience all around. P.S. We ran into each other the other day. I stopped in to buy, and I told you it was my dad's birthday. He said, thank you, by the way, for wishing him a happy birthday. See you soon. Aunt, thank you. His dad was a bull and a bruiser when we were in school. Played football and everything. Good guy. This one's from Dan Grotovic. And you mentioned this week how the government is basically not doing their jobs with regard to leaning, maintain, uh, maintaining the streets as well, cleaning and maintaining the streets, as well as protecting the citizens from the criminal elements. This is the type of environment that allows protection rackets to then move in and to provide people what they need in the way of protection as there's a vacuum. 
I guess the irony is that the government detests the mob, and yet it seems they create a need for it in a way. So it reminds me of the late 70s, 80s, and early 80s, the rise of the guardian angels, Bernard Goetz, you know, vigilantism, violence everywhere in New York City, etc. We are in for a shit show, Dan Grotevic. Dan, I guess it's no different than the protection rackets by the Jews and the Italians and the Irish and all the different secular mobs the turn of the century in New York as well, right? This is what goes on. So they're allowing this to happen. You see companies are hiring private security. Restaurants are hiring private security, bodegas, just like the elites, the first tier. The political class has private security that we pay for, and all the elites have private security that they pay for because we spend $800 to go see them in concert and buy their albums or go watch their movies or buy their makeup or their skims or whatever else it is. Right, Sandy? Yep. Hmm. John Kanjan and his wife Mandy were at the uh, and Friends of the NRA dinner the other night, repping as well. He owns Perform as Designed Mobile Training. He has the uh, trailer that comes right to your house or your business, Sandy, so you can't escape. Like 7.30 <laughs> in the morning, you he think you're going to slip out door. of the house. You open the front door, and he's standing there in a ready position with the trailer open. <laughs> and he's like, uh, where are you going? Oh, I was on my way to the trailer. Really? Why are you wearing dress shoes and a tie? Uh, 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 oh, I forgot today was Thursday. I'll be right back. I wanted to be dressed properly. Yeah. <laughs> so Perform is designed, goes all over northern New Jersey. So he, him and I are in the Latip group together. And he wanted to sit down and take get some advice from me. I'm the old bull. He's the young bull. So I thought a great thing. We're going to plan this on a Sunday morning at the range. How do you like this? We're going to have a... Uh, uh, a fall fitness festival. John and his team are going to come with his trailers. And they're going to, for free, you're going to get a free tour of the trailer. They're going to do a weight, track, a weight check, a body fat percentage check, a lean body mass check, blood pressure, O2 saturation level, hydration test, neurological check. That's where I hit you with a bull peen hammer in the head. And if your <laughs> you knee goes tell up, me if it hurts. you're, you're tarted. <laughs> They might also do a cardiovascular power output assessment and a strength assessment if members would like. I, I, this is going to be a complimentary demo session for a little fall fitness check on a Sunday morning. Oh, cool. I think it's uh, yeah. So we're going to Matt and Phoebe are working on it with John Kanjan right now. But again, this is what we do in our community. We help each other and we support each other. Uh, and all us two a people. Again, I will not give my money to anti-gun people. Right. This, this email goes to Phoebe, but I'd like to read it out. Hi, Phoebe. I want to thank Gun for Hire for an amazing experience today to qualify for my permit. Your arrival instructions were perfect. I really like the definitive instructors from, instructions from everyone. Muhammad on the firing line was outstanding, a true professional and so helpful. He was amazing. You have an outstanding staff. I was the last person in on the use of force classroom course, so I missed the instructor's name. He was Irish. That would be Jimmy Weston. Uh, he was also outstanding. He clearly and plainly laid out the issues of carrying a gun in New Jersey and discussed real-life scenarios. I learned so much, and I will follow his advice completely. Again, a wonderful experience, beautiful facilities, excellent staff, very cordial and professional. If I live closer, I would become a member. Wishing you and everyone at Gun for Hire continued success. Uh, Igor Z. I won't give his last name. There's not many Igors here. But you see Reddit plebs 
we have a lot of staff and they're all experienced and you get everything firsthand and you learn. Isn't that really, really good? Uh, this is a great one. Anthony, I have a hypothetical situation I would like you to take on. I don't believe it's been discussed or written about on Gun for Hire unless you've been missing it. Here it is. I'm a concealed carry permit holder, and I'm a passenger in a vehicle that gets stopped by the police. Do I have to, by law, tell the officer I'm carrying? Thanks. Scott F. from Colonia. Scott and his wife also attended the Friends of the NRA Dinner Paramus. By the way, he drove from Colonia on a rainy Thursday night to support the NRA Dinner. Just a, just a hint out there, okay? He drove from Colonia. And shame on all the other 2A businesses that didn't get involved to donate. So, Scott, any interaction, this is from Evan Knappen, any interaction with the police, you have to a duty to let them know that you have a firearm on you. So if your friend gets pulled over and the officer goes up to the driver's side window, your hand should be on your lap. And you should say, officer, by the way, I'm a concealed carry holder, and I'm hold, I have my gun on my right side, left side, appendix, or whatever, and my hands are right here, and I await your further commands. Okay, Scott, let's, that's, that's the safety thing that you should also uh, you know, think about. Here's one from uh, David Zanetti. Aunt, I listened to your show this morning, and I've been practicing the holster draw for a week using an outside-the-waistband holster. I have to requalify the 23rd of October at 4 p.m. Dave, email me how it went. He goes, I also ordered two outside-the-waistband for my two guns on my court order. I'm going to look for – I look forward to going there again. Uh, for the uh, – for the uh, skimmers on the card holders at the gas station, he goes, I had an incident happen to me once at a Sunoco station that the attendant took $100 out. Luckily, I have an online account, and it reported to me right away. So the attendant ran another $100 out there. Now, here's an old friend of ours, Harrisam Gill. He owns gas stations. So he heard my show, and he wrote, Aunt, this is Harrison, Harrison Gill, and I was listening to the most recent show about skimmers, and a bit caught my ear. I'm in the gas station business, and skimmers are very rare occurrence in New Jersey. Most skimmers are installed by scammers not affiliated with the business. I figured that. It's not usually going to be the business owner. They're more, or they're also more common in self-service stations because the employees and owners don't interact with the card reader as often. In New Jersey, because of full service, skimmers are hard to place and are detected quicker. Now, there are some attendants who are dishonest, but the vast majority are just trying to make a living, so we should be aware of skimmers but not paranoid. He goes, now I like your suggestions about a dedicated card for gas purchases, and I would like to add most branded cards like Shell, Exxon, BP have their own credit cards and can only be used for some fuel so they have limited exposure and theft to an extent. They also offer great offers and discounts. For example, we run Shell branded stations and Shell offers 10 cents off per gallon. Holy shit, that's really good. That is pretty good. Uh, we are on the Stand Strong page, so anybody looking for our sites in South Jersey, you can find them. Harsim Gill. So go on standstrong.biz and look for gas stations, and you'll see his shell stations, and you can be guaranteed if you live around there, you're not going to get skimmed. Get a shell card, get 10% off, and continue to support those who support you. You see how that works? Yep. You see how unity and activism works That's out there? That's it's supposed to it's work. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, listen to this. My name is Rachel, and I have to requalify uh, for my carry. I listen to Gun for Hire radio show, and they're great and really helpful, by the way. Thank you. And I have a couple questions of what to bring to the next qual test. 
Anthony recommended to use an outside waistband holster. I don't have any. Can you recommend me some outside waistband holsters? I'm a lefty and own a SIG 365X. Also, do you recommend any brands of sturdy belt and magazine holder pouch? You, uh, yeah, but I can't recommend them because then the Reddit people says I sell them in my <laughs> store and I'm only doing this because I make money. So, Rachel, holsters are a personal thing. <clears throat> you can come in and my instructors and the retail staff will let you try holsters on in the gun store. And uh, you might not find the one you have here. There's the one you need here. There's a million of them out there. Uh, everybody ends up with a box of holsters uh, after a year or two of carrying, and you end up with your one or two favorites, and eight or nine, you look, I can't believe I bought those. Uh, as far as belts, we sell core belts here, K-O-R-E. Uh, they're very rigid. They're very good. Excellent Multiple belt. designs. Yeah, uh, I wear one most of the time. My staff does as well. We do have magazine pouches and holders. Tony or, or Phoebe answered her emails, by the way, anyway, and sent her links where she can buy this stuff online. Uh, and also she wants to go, sorry about all the questions. No, Rachel, this is what we do. You can ask. She goes, I want to prepare to requalify the New Jersey. I also want to get my Rhode Island CCW. We do the qualification test for Rhode Island CCW. Tony answered her questions on that as well. Uh, again, we just want everybody to be prepared with suspenders and a belt, Sandy. It's very important that you have all the tools in your, in your repertoire to, to carry uh, because, uh, you know, you should be versed on drawing from concealment and stuff. So attacking me is fine. I don't care. Uh, I, I got a great staff, great people. I love what I do. These are just ignorant, uneducated people or just haters or attackers. They could also be members of another range and they're trying to knock me. I, I don't care. You know, I'm doing this a long time. I have a lot of fun making fun of the basement dwellers. I really do. I think it's – by right now it's sport for me, you know? <laughs> Sorry, just had to wet my whistle. I believe Guntoberfest is going to be an epic event, by the way, uh, with the food and, and the shooting and everything. And Matt's got a lot of other tricks up his sleeve as well. Uh, for you that are uh, thinking about taking the qualification – I want to go over it a little bit. It's it, it's on our site. If you go to gunforhire.com and scroll down to Gun for Hire Conceal Carry CCW, click it. The State Police AG, uh, the care evaluation is right there. But I want to talk about it a little bit and, and elaborate some. So the Civilian Carry Assessment and Range Evaluation. I believe, and so do our legal eagles, we kind of believe that it's not going to change any time in the future. And I just want to remind people that if you have to requalify from now till December 31st, which is the deadline, if you qualify now, you get that form, you give a copy to your police department. When you go to requalify in a year or a year and a half, you use that same qualification form because under the new care guidelines, your qual is not good for six months. Your qual is good for two years. So you're requalifying now, but you're actually requalifying now and you're qualifying for your renewal. So you're killing two birds with one stone. Although I'm an advocate of the more trigger time and the more stress fire you have, the better you'll be. But if you're cheap and or lazy or apathetic, then you do what you want. So you show up to a call without a holster. You show up to a call without magazines. You show up to a call you don't know how to load the magazines. We've seen it all. We don't make this shit up because we want to make more money and we want to break chops. I'm a second advocate. I'm an NRA board member. I'm the board member of ANGRPC. I don't believe there should be a requirement to carry a gun. I, I've gone on record saying that for 30 years now. 
I do believe if you're going to carry a gun, you should seek out all the training and comprehensive training and education you that's that's available to you Absolutely. because it is your responsibility because you're you're liable for every bullet that exits the muzzle of that gun and you're endangering yourself, your family, and other people. Okay, so let's get that down. So the civilian carry assessment and range evaluation replaces the permit to carry handling and proficiency qualification. So number one, familiarization requirements for each participant. You have to demonstrate the safe handling of a weapon. You have to demonstrate the proper loading and unloading techniques, okay? Which means you're going to have to load magazines unless you bring 10 magazines with five bullets in each. Okay. Otherwise, you're going to have to reload magazines. So you better practice loading the magazines. If you went from a revolver to a semi or it's your first gun and you never practiced that, it's not my job and my staff's job to teach you that on the firing line. You have to be proficient already. You have to demonstrate the techniques of proper concealed carry. We are going to take all 10 students with 10 instructors and stand forward at the firing line, and all of my instructors are going to watch you Address the gun, draw the gun, mock fire the gun, make the gun safe, you know, hammer down, decock or whatever, and reholster that without sweeping yourself or anyone else over and over again. No one moves forward from that point until you can demonstrate that. Now, passing that segment doesn't make you qualify for holster draw in my range. My insurance requires that you have to take my holster draw class. That's not a prerequisite to get your care qualification, nor is basic pistol. Okay, that's why I'm only getting a 260 foot yacht instead of the 450 foot yacht, just so you know. <laughs> so you're going to demonstrate the techniques of concealed carry draw. You're going to have to demonstrate the techniques of good marksmanship. Marksmanship. So now my staff gets past that. You come back onto the firing line. We drop the, 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 uh, the, the uh, tables down. We put the targets out to 15 yards. We have an FBI Q target. Here we call it an FBI target. It's target number three. Okay. Participant, 50 yards, 50 rounds. We tell everybody, five rounds per magazine. We've been criticized for that, too. Why do we do it? It's neutral for five-round revolver. It's also 50 rounds, so it's mandatory reloads. You shoot in 10 rounds or whatever at a time, and then you have to reload. It keeps it even for everybody. Because if somebody only has a seven-round magazine, somebody has a five-round, and you have a 10-round kind of changes the rhythm and the cadence. It's better if everybody's on the same playing field. Understand that? It's for a group thing. It's not because we're adding stuff to the course and evaluation. Double action is required for revolvers for all phases. Semi-autos are to be fired in the manner in which the individual weapon functions normally and are to be decocked, if applicable, when changing positions or hands which means the gun has to be made safe. You have to decock it. Reloading may take place as needed under the supervision of the firearms instructor to accomplish the course. That's why we're doing five rounds per magazine. Again, I think I made myself clear on that. You must achieve a passing score of 80%. The participant must place a minimum of 40 shots within the border of the Q target silhouette during the untimed course of fire. Did you hear that? Untimed course of fire. We've had failures for two major reasons. Number one, safety violations. Number two, not scoring an 80% because they shot too fast. The participant must also demonstrate safe handling throughout, including safe loading, unloading, drawing, and unholstering. 
the participant must perform the following steps of strings of fire from each of the following distances, Sandy. 3, 10, 3, 5, 7, 10, and 15 yards total. On command from a secured and concealed holster position. Do you hear that? On mm. command from a secured and concealed holster position. So gun for hire is not adding the draw and con- from concealment position because we're assholes and we're adding more stuff to the course of fire. It is in the course of fire. You must draw and fire five rounds, holster a safe decocked if applicable weapon. You have to repeat the string of fire twice firing a total of 10 rounds. You have to reload if required and holster a safe decocked if applicable weapon. At the end of the course of fire you have to clear all weapons and holster a safe and empty weapon. Does that sound familiar? Learn this. Now number five they add substantially equivalent courses. An individual who completed a course of fire prior to the issuance of care protocol is deemed to have satisfied a substantially equivalent course. We're not covering that because we're just running the course verbatim. Verbatim with the drawing from conceal and everything. On Reddit, they posted other ranges are allowing people to carry just an outside the waistband with no cover garment. They're allowed the magazines to be on the table. We're telling people you could stick the magazines in your pocket or your waistband if you want, if you don't have a magazine pouch, as long as you can do it safely. If you drop a magazine and bend down to pick it up with the gun in your hand, and you sweep an instructor behind you, you're going to be removed from the range. Thankfully, that hasn't happened yet. Okay? Do you understand? These are the things we're asking everybody to learn and follow. People are walking in, the data qualified, they don't know what the course of fire is. We have the course of fire printed out in the range for free. You can take them. We have a handy-dandy brochure in the range printed out where you can carry, where you can't carry. All of that is also available on the Gun Fire website as well as the state police website. You should be practicing the course of fire in your house with an empty firearm with your holster, empty magazines, triple checking your gun is empty, no ammo in the room. You should be going through that course of fire. You should have a target or a dot set up across the room in your basement. Know your backstop and what is behind it, okay? And you should be practicing the course of fire 500 times before you come in here. You can come in here and shoot. If you've taken our holster draw class, you can replicate the entire course of fire. If you haven't taken our holster draw class, you can replicate the entire course of fire, starting with the gun at the ready position, all right, the ready position on the deck. Very simple, very easy thing for you to do. This is very simple over and over again, coming in and winging it, running around like a, a, a chicken with no head in my gun store. I'm qualifying in two minutes. I need a holster. This is not the time. Showing up without a holster. We had a guy last week. It's tragic. You want to hear this? He came in. He had an underwear holster. What? The underwear had a concealed pocket in it. He was upset because we wouldn't let him qualify from an <laughs> underwear holster. <laughs> Was he just wearing underwear? No, but he wanted to qualify with underwear holster. I deal with every level of people from the experienced to the unexperienced. My staff is great. They're positive accolades. You know, somebody posted on Reddit that our staff did a good job. That got two comments. 
You know, once somebody posted they were unhappy about something, it gets 2,200 comments. But it's okay. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you for your support. The dinner was a phenomenal success. Even though we only had about 225 people, we should have had 2,000 people. Let's see if we could change that next year. Uh, I'm out. Sandy, God bless everybody. And uh, thank you all for what you do. Okay, and I'm not going to give the brand name of whatever uh, nasal spray I use because the Reddit boards will go crazy. So I'm going to just tell you to Google 1% iodine nasal spray and take your pick. And with that, Mm. you have wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which he just mildly alluded to, is available in the capitalist gun shop, gun range bookshop known as And my yacht, Hyatt, too. And his yacht. And my yacht. Pictures of And him my Gulfstream. I have them in the, the Gulfstream. Taking the Gulfstream, which is new, by the way, and I haven't gotten yeah. a no helicopter. I'm a scared no of helicopters. Well, no helicopter. The Gulfstream is much more comfortable than the helicopter. Makes too much noise. And we love you guys from the shadows of the New York City skyline and somewhere aboard the yacht, someplace with the Gulfstream. Monaco. I'm in Monaco. Mon- in Monaco. <laughs> we love you guys. God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week.